You are now in the loop with Single in the Loop. Hey guys, it's your girls, Lark and Nina of Single and Loop Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and like our Facebook page. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spreaker, and iTunes. And don't forget to leave a five-star review. Can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? <laughs> Need a light. Uh, no. We back. Um, another episode of Single and Loop in Quarantine, episode 94. 94. Nina's back in the building. I'm back in the building. We a day. Late, but not a dollar short, and that's fine. You know, Memorial Day weekend. We wasn't on these streets, though. We were not on these streets, let's be clear. You know, we had family time for the most part. I was not about to partake in the foolishness. You know, y'all were doing a little too much this weekend. And especially here in Houston. Like, I feel like Houston... Really showed they ass this weekend, and I it's like on nationwide news. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah, and Atlanta, Atlanta been showing up too. Oh my god, what are y'all doing? What is the purpose? What's the purpose? So where should we start? Yeah, I mean, wherever you want to take us. Just I mean, t- let's start with the obvious. Take us around the Play. loop, Nina. Clay Houston. <laughs> okay, that looked like a rewind from Hot Girl Summer last year. Yeah, for sure. Like, you would swear nothing was going on. That? But um, supposedly somewhere else, it was like a day party. I don't think it was here in Houston, but it was like a bunch of people of non-color mm-hmm. were, like, doing the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if it made the news, like, how... No, like, it, it did. I just don't remember exactly where it was, but I remember them showing that pool party as well um, okay. on the news. But I don't know. Like, I just didn't really understand the purpose of it. Like, I understand we've been in the house and people want to get out and have a good time, but within reason, like... Why why are we doing that on that type of level? Right. And, you know, it, I can't even really blame the public to a certain extent because they were allowed to do it by the people that own the venue, the party promoters. Like, they wanted right. to get their money, so they allowed all these people to come and stand in line. They allowed all these people to come in the pool party. So I can't really blame the public if you were allowed to do it. 
You know, if somebody allow you to do it, then why not? Yeah. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't know any better. Definitely doesn't mean that, but we called y'all orphans last um, episode any fucking way, so it explains it all. (laughs) The orphans explains it all. I don't know how they expect for people to take responsibility, like, like, oh, they're not social distancing at a bar. I'm like, why is the bar even open? Yeah. Why is the bar allowed? Because honestly, it boils down to the establishment. Like, you have to be in control of your environment. So if you're allowing these things to happen and you're not saying anything, you're not making people separate, you're not making people leave or, you know, allowing a certain amount of people in at a time, like, it really comes down to you. And when they come around and start giving out them fines, like, they're giving it to you. Like, you are the one that's going to get the fucking fine. So why not just follow directions? And I did see on Instagram, like, a lot of party promoters kind of going at it with each other because of everything that occurred this weekend. Basically, like, some of these big party promoters, like the whole Clay situation and some other different events that was happening, y'all allow all these people to come. It was beyond 25% capacity, beyond 50% capacity. Like, y'all was maxed out, for sure. So what's the beef? What's the beef about between the promoters? The beef is basically, like, those of us that are following rules, like, you about to fuck it up for everybody because you trying to put money in your pocket. Oh. That was was pretty much the beef. Like, you not looking out for nobody else. You don't care about nobody else but yourself, and that's – you've been selfish – you know, because we following the rules and the guidelines and y'all going above and beyond on some bullshit and you about to get all of us fucked up. Like, they're going to make all of us go sit back well, down. Well, I mean, I want to see the party promoters that follow the social distancing. I'm pretty sure it was some. I'm pretty sure it was some. We didn't see it. I mean, because it wasn't on social media, so that means they did the right thing. They probably took motherfuckers' phones at the door. we don't know that if we didn't see it, so... If you didn't snap it, it happened. There's a lot of things that happen that's not snapped. There's <laughs> right. a lot of things that happen that is not snapped, okay? But it's true, because even if you take out the party promoters, let's just say like a small bar. Like if I'm following the rules and regulations and the bar down the street is not, that can still reflect badly on me because they'll come around and say, you know what, no bars is going to be open. Yeah, you were doing right. the right thing, but your cousin down the street was doing the wrong thing, and that's why everybody else got to go back home now. You know, they're not about to close anything back down. So, oh, yeah. and of course, our beloved mayor Turner was upset. I'm upset. He looked like somebody daddy at that press conference. I, you know what? I'm starting to feel bad for Vesta. Like I really am. Somebody had posted like the press conference for him with the. Um, Drake song, Mob Ties, the sick of these niggas. Sick of these niggas. <laughs> Hide some help. Get rid of these niggas. I'm like, yes, Vesta, get rid of these niggas. Because y'all just cannot follow directions. Like, what's wrong? He wrote, like, four tweets in an hour. Like, it's just all at the same hour. He turned into Trump. And he asked everybody to come out of snitch. Like, what is happening, man? Well, he wants people to report it so then they can track down the people running the establishment without the guidelines. That's the only way you're going to find out is if people call and complain. Yeah. They said they got 137 
social distancing complaints this weekend. In total, since all this has happened, like started like from the beginning where everybody was supposed to be closed and all this kind of stuff, I think they said they had in total, I don't know if it was just in Houston or in Texas in general, but like 4,000 and something complaints. And yeah. they only gave out like 10 fines out of that 4,000 complaints. So it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> now I see why people just do what the fuck they want to do because they ain't no consequences. Right. Like it's no... There, there's no repercussions for the your actions like people just doing really what they want to do and i was watching the news right. before we started um recording and dan patrick no it wasn't dan patrick what's his damn name what's his what's his what's this no what's the guy's name abbott oh. abbott ass mm-hmm. was sitting here saying i think the guy asked him well were, are you concerned with what you saw this weekend and he didn't say yes or no. It was just like a roundabout ass answer. You know what I'm saying? It's like you still not even being real with these people. So to me, like we said, it's already a setup. And for him to not answer that simple ass question, you know, like were you not alarmed or were you not concerned about the things that happened? Oh, you know, hindsight is 2020. And, you know, we're just going to keep believing in the people that they're going to follow directions. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Nigga, you know what? Okay. All right, that's fine. Right, that's he's fine. more on the money side. Of yeah, things, it's of all about course. the all about the money. So whatever. I just stayed in my house. I think there's a lot of people. I think I said it last week, but there's a lot of people that are choosing to not go out. I think there is a good majority of people that are. I think for like us, like just going out when we have to. We're not going out socially. We're going out to, like, do something. Like, go outside to work out or going to the store because I need something. Yeah. Very selective on the things that we've been doing. But, I don't know. It's just real. It's crazy because now a lot of people are not even wearing masks. And they don't want to wear masks. It's like we decided that the virus was over. Oh, yeah. We definitely did. We just woke up and we're like, all right, that's it. Virus, you're against our constitutional right. You got to go. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, I don't know what's happening, but whatever. How was your week? My week was good. Um, Just trying to not get blinded by all this craziness and... Concentrate and focus on myself. Yeah. So, what have you been doing to do that? Um, just working out. Same old, same old. Working out. Trying to binge watch as much as I can of things. Um. And honestly, been thinking about just like what's next. Like, even though like people are like, oh, when this is all over, but I'm like. You don't know when this is going to be over. Yeah. But I'm beginning to start thinking like, okay, what else do I want to do or what else do I want to add to my career plate? Okay. So what are you thinking? You know? So, I mean, I don't know. That's why I feel like I write and brainstorm about it. It's just definitely like people say like, oh, this is the time to like build something or do something. And it is true. It is give you time to like reflect 
and like really decide like okay was I happy where I was before all of this Mm -hmm. like the way things were going and I think that's what a lot of people have been thinking about like oh am I content with how things are or can I spend this time thinking of a master plan right so yeah yeah I definitely get that because you already know how I feel about like my regular job and stuff uh, mm-hmm. before all this was happening so I was like okay yeah it's time to make a move and this is kind of like forcing me to make that move well giving me the opportunity I don't really want to say force because it was something already like in the works but it's giving uh-huh. me time to myself to really figure out what it is that I want to do and like create my own lane for myself you know yeah so I mean at this point we have had a lot of time to to figure some shit out <laughs> you had a lot right. of sit down a little a lot of timeouts okay sitting uh-huh. in a corner to figure out what you want in life in general and everything might not just be a career thing you know it might just like I need to be more spiritual or I need to humble myself you know it could just be a, a lot of different things right. it doesn't always have to be just like career wise you know, yeah. if you ain't making money, it don't make sense. Sometimes motherfuckers just need to a mental break and they need mental, you know, uh, help. And that might help right. them in the long run or something like that. So, I don't know. But, yeah. um, for me this week, what did I do? Yesterday I didn't really do too much. I went to go see the baby and hang out with him and stuff for a little while. And then hung out with my parents. But um, Saturday, uh-huh. I went to Dallas. I drove to Dallas for my great aunt's funeral, which is pretty interesting because anybody that knows me know I do not like driving. I am not a driver. I only drive when I have to drive. And this was one of those things where I had to drive because I do not trust my mama driving. She scares me. So <laughs> she scares me. So we went to uh, Dallas and it was like a sad occasion because of course we're burying someone that we love, but it was also like, it felt good to actually see like my family again, you know, cause I hadn't yeah. saw them since whatever last holiday or whatever. It's just like Christmas, I think. Um, so yeah, it was good to like see my family and like talk to them. It was hard because of the whole social distance thing. Like I couldn't hug my grandmother or, uh-huh. you know, console my grandmother. And this was my grandmother's baby sister that passed away. So it was like uh-huh. those moments were like hard and it was like awkward, even like yeah. sitting down with the funeral, like everybody had to have masks on. And then when um, we were seated, it was like three seats in a row. Like it was nobody on the side. It was nothing in between. It was just like literally three, a seat spaced, a seat space a seat and that was it so it's like you can't hold somebody's hand or you can't you know what i'm saying like it was just really different uh-huh. than what we we're used to um in a funeral, in a funeral. yeah because it's like that's the time that you embrace people the most and you know try to console them and it just it was it was none of that which was like really weird um yeah. but it was good. It was like I said, it was just good to see my family. So I was like happy, but sad that this was the occasion that we were actually, you know, seeing each other on. 
um, a highlight of the funeral was um, my aunt. And I posted about this on Instagram. And I think I posted on Facebook, too. But before everybody left, my aunt, I guess, I don't know if it was in her wheel or how she set it up or whatever. But basically, everybody that attended her her funeral received a envelope. And her favorite color was purple, too. So it was different shades of, like, purple envelopes. Okay. Um, received an envelope to bless someone that they feel like were in need or somebody that they could help. My aunt was always big on, you know, community service and helping people. She worked in the criminal justice system for a long time for juveniles and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So she was just always, you know, giving. And I think she was really concerned with the whole coronavirus that was happening where kids weren't able to eat and stuff like that before she passed. Like, that was like her worry, you know. So basically, she gave everyone an envelope. In the envelope, it had a scripture in it and a $100 bill. And it was it was sealed, but they told us what was in the envelope, whatever. And um, it was basically to continue her legacy and just give it to someone in need to help someone less fortunate or just somebody that you felt might needed a blessing, you know, because you just never know. So that was really nice. Um, I think that would be something that I would want to do. Like if I left here mm-hmm. just to kind of bless somebody else. Cause that's like weird. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not here anymore, but I'm still right. touching people. You know what I'm saying? People that don't even know me, but I'm being, I'm able to help them. So that was um, really cool. So by the time me and my mom left, I think we left before everybody else because I don't like driving at night either. <laughs> No, I mean, did a lot of people like live in Dallas? No, um, so most of our family is from Houston. Um, so the only people that actually lived in Dallas was my great aunt's immediate family, like her husband and her children and their, Mm -hmm. you know, spouses, but that's it. Everybody else lived in Houston or Galveston because my family like originated in Galveston. Okay. Um, so, yeah, nobody really lived over there. So everybody left eventually, or some people, like, spent the night. But we left, uh, did, like, a little turnaround trip. But on the way back to Houston, I had to stop and get some gas and stuff. And I went in. Well, my mom went in to pay, right? And I told her, I was like, well, just put $15 in there because I think, what, I filled my car up before we left Houston, like, right before we got on 45 to hit Dallas, right? And like the spring or something like that. So I put $20 in my car, filled it up, because y'all know gas is cheap as fuck right now. Filled it up, yes. got all the way to Dallas, got ready to come back. And I was like, oh, maybe just about $15 to put us back on like full. So I just told her to put $15 in. She went in, put the $15 on, I'm pumping the gas. I had on, you know, a glove. I don't know how many of y'all be pumping y'all gas with gloves on, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> had on one glove so i'm like pumping my gas and it stopped it stopped at like 10 or 11 dollars or something like that so i'm like okay let me go in here and get the rest of the money that's on the tank so i'm in i walk up i walk in and it was two guys one of the guys didn't have no shirt on this other guy they were i guess they were friends because they were like talking and he was like oh ma'am like you have something on your pants so i looked down i was like oh i wonder what that is and i was like oh it's the 
the powder from the glove that I pumped the gas with. It was on my uh, <clears throat> on my black pants. And I was like, oh, you know, it's okay. Like, I'm going home anyway. Like, it's fine. He was like, okay, I just wanted to, like, you know, let you know just in case, you know, whatever. And his friend was like, how you know she, how you know she don't already know that she has something? I really didn't know I had something on my pants because it literally just happened. But I was like, it's fine. It's not a, it's not a big deal. He was like, yeah, I just want to let you know because, you know, you already look really nice. So I just wanted to let you know. I'm like, no, it's, you know, it's fine. I appreciate it. Whatever. So they got ready to check out and he wanted to buy something. So he was asking his friend, he was like, man, let me, uh, let me borrow like $2. And his friend was like, no, I ain't giving you no money. He was like, no, for real. I wanted to get like a soda or something. And he was like, no, I'm not giving you, uh, no money. So he got out of the way and then they finished and they kind of stood to the side because they were like talking to the cashier. I asked for the rest of my money and I went and got in the car. So I got in the car and I was getting ready to start the car up. And then I was like, mom had asked, told me something. I don't really remember. But then I was like, I don't know. It was a guy in there and he just told me I had something on my pants. I just feel like this is the person that I need to bless, you know? So they had already left the store so i had went like kind of like down the street or whatever and i saw them so i blew the horn and i flagged him over and he came up to the window and i gave him the envelope and he was like you like what is this and i was like you know it's something for you something to you know bless you and i told him about my great aunt and he was like oh you know like okay and he was like well what is it and he opened it and this man started crying and he was like, you just don't know. Like, I've really been struggling. And I, like, really appreciate, like, this is, like, out of the blue. Like, this is for real. But it's like, he was crying. And it made me cry. And it made my mama cry, too. Because I was like, you just don't know. And in my head, it was like, maybe it was God. You know what I'm saying? That's like, okay, let me get him to get her attention so she know that this is the person that I want her to bless. You know, uh-huh. it was just like a really weird situation, but I left there with a, you know, light of heart. I felt better about it. Um, my mom actually wound up giving her envelope to the friend as well. And he was saying uh-huh. how him and his mom was trying to start a, a business and he needed a computer. So it would help him, you know, get a computer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's nice. It was good. It was like a good an ending to like a sad story, you know? Right. So that happened. Do you think think everyone did the same? Um, so some of my family members are in like a chat, like a group message. So some people donated it to like the food bank. Some people gave it to like, um, a doctor that, Uh Oh shit. She gave it to a doctor that did something in the community. So everybody just did different things with, you know, the money. So. What if somebody like kept it? I mean, I would <laughs> hope that they wouldn't, but you know, niggas is niggas. Hey, look, hey, hey. Look, I'm already thinking like somebody that opened that envelope <laughs> and was like, I'm going to keep $50 for the sale. I'm going to keep this $100. And then the, the pastor had already said, he was like, this is for you to bless somebody else. This is not for you. He had already said that. Like, this is not for you. Now, if you going to go against. Man, you know, some people still going to tuck it and be like. You know what? My aunt all and daughter uh, stalk their ass for the rest of their fucking life. Like, bitch, <laughs> every time you close your eyes, you're going to see me, bitch, playing with my legacy. <laughs> I would hope that nobody do that. Like, don't be that much of a nigga. God damn. 
But yeah. Somebody said, I got all these kids at home, the light bill higher than usual. I need this money. <laughs> you know, well, maybe it was to bless them, you know. I don't I don't know. That's but. what I was thinking. I was like, what if it's just to bless yourself? I'm pretty blessed right now, so I ain't gonna fuck up my blessings trying to come up on somebody else's blessings, you know. So we good. Um, the other thing that like really kind of fucked me up a little bit, right? So, like I said, my aunt was like a giver. Like that's just her nature. That's what she did. She was married to, or she is married, or whatever. I don't know. Past tense. Whatever. Her husband's a retired um, firefighter. And I want to say he was like a captain or whatever. Retired firefighter. Her son is a firefighter now. Her daughter is a police officer right now. So these are the type of people that she like raised. You know what I'm saying? Like people that's like willing to give their life for other people. Mm-hmm. So my cousin was basically saying like, yeah, like this is like a really hard day for me. Yeah, I'm burying my mom. But also, like, this is the day that I'm that I'm supposed to graduate from law school. Mm. So it's like the same day you bury your mom is like the day you graduate from law school, but you can't graduate from law school because of the coronavirus. You know, it's just like so many things. It's just like, yeah, what the fuck, the fuck. It's just a new normal like the kids graduating with their cap and gown but they're like in a car we're doing that on thursday their teachers in front of the school yeah the moment like especially with high school it was like high school watch cross the state i'm out right yeah and it was that easy and sometimes you would be able to hug your professors like I even remember in college when I walked to Park State, I hugged one of my professors when I walked off the stage or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, can't do that. It's so many little things I feel like we t- have taken for granted. You know, it's like now you just can't do it. You're like, oh damn, that really meant something. You know? Yeah. But on Thursday we will be doing the graduation car line for my niece because she's going to the ninth grade. So. Yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll take you in my car. We'll we'll drop the top and put you on the back. <laughs> oh, that would wave. be so cute. Yeah, so. Are y'all going to have her school colors? How are y'all decorating this? I don't know. I need to find out. I definitely need to find out before Thursday. What's today? Tomorrow's just Wednesday? Just like a poster board, like, or two. Yeah, and put on, like, each side. If you're going to write in your car, you write, like, I guess, like. Her name. Yeah, in her school colors or whatever on the poster board, and then you guess like, I guess you like tape it. Like maybe you know, I get some balloons. Yeah. Huh? Maybe I can get some balloons to kind of tie them. Yeah, you know you creative. Yeah. You'll figure it out. I'll, I'll, you know. But I think your car is good because it is drop top, you yeah. know, and then she could like sit kind of in the back. Do the little. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking. Like there you go, you get your. <laughs> Get your uh, diploma and stuff. And I think she got, like, a lot of different awards before the school year was out because she was, like, on honor roll and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, it, it should be good. And my sister was like, you better not cry, telling my niece. And I'm like, you go cry. What the hell? You was a crybaby. Right. You the one always crying about something. So, 
I don't know. Well, That'd be a good school, high school graduation. I told my mom not to cry, and she didn't, but I did. I cried too. I don't know why I cried. <laughs> I guess it was like, damn, I ain't never gonna do this again. Like this is it. Like this is probably gonna be the last time I see half of these people that I consider my friends and all this kind of stuff. And I, by the time we walked back to the back to like leave out, I was a boohoo and cried. <laughs> Like, really? <laughs> this is over. I know you hated high school, either, but I actually liked high school. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like I cried, but it, I don't think it was because of like the people. Why'd I you think cry? It was just like the accomplishment, and that it was over. Yeah, I mean, mine was like everything at once. Like this is the last. Like this is it. Like this is adulthood. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you didn't been in school this whole fucking time. And then now it's just like, this is it. You got your diploma. See you never, ever again. Don't come back here. But congratulations to everybody that's graduating this year in 2020. Class of 2020. You know, y'all got something to talk about to y'all grandkids. This shit different. This shit real different. It's how a scale of one to 10. How serious was prom for you? Serious? Mm, maybe like a seven? Maybe like a six or a seven? Yeah, I would say mine was a little above average. Like, I wasn't obsessed with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, because, I don't know. My prom was weird because I got my dress made. But... I feel like I got my dress made because my sister got like her two prom dresses made. So my mom was just like, we'll just get your dress made. So I got to pick my colors and stuff and I got my dress made. Um, I got my hair done. It wasn't anything fancy because I used my regular hair and I think I just got like curled or something. It wasn't like no. Say you, ain't have, you ain't have the updo that everybody did. No. <laughs> no, I never in my life ever has had one of those. <laughs> No cascade balls for me, okay? With the swoop? No, thank you. No, thank you. Gelled out on Mm -mm. one side? Mm -mm. Nope. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. No. You can't say you you didn't see at least one person who had it. Oh, multiple. Yeah, you know I grew up in the hood. So multiple of the motherfuckers had it. Actually, you know know what? I wondered, though. Take it down. It's so stiff. I guess you just gotta chill. run it under some water. Shit, I don't fucking know. <laughs> how did people know what's real, for real? Like, how did people take that down? I don't Have know. you ever thought about that? No, because I ain't never been my issue. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they go to get it done and it's sprayed with all the, you know what spritz does? Yeah. Okay. And black jail, hard that shit. Yeah, no. Your hair is. Okay. I know. And sometimes I remember girls would get like a little piece of blonde, like dyed in the front. I'm like, you is just this is ghetto. Killing. This is very ghetto. All your hair. This is extremely ghetto right now. Um, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I did my own makeup for prom. Like it wasn't, a, it wasn't a huge deal. Like of course I got my nails and stuff done. I bought shoes, but it wasn't like a big to do type of situation. Um, my boyfriend at the time, which is my high school sweetheart, he had just got a car like maybe a couple of days before prom. Okay. So I thought we were going to ride in that, but then we wound up riding in his 
aunt's like uh, bins or something. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like we went to prom. And we had sex and I went home. What? Yeah. I actually had to take my Thea the next day. So. Where did y'all have sex at? It wasn't in the car. It wasn't in well, the car. Well, I know. That's Listen, I, I don't think we were at the Tweety Bird Inn, but I'm not 100% sure. No, we wasn't. <laughs> we wasn't at the Tweety Bird Inn. It was, you know, you know, one of those that we talked about last week, you know? situations and then i went home i think he went to like i hop with everybody else but i went home because i had to take my theater test the next morning at tsu why would you schedule it like that, that? was the last one um so i had to go ahead and take it as soon as possible which really i wonder if i could have not taken it because my score really didn't matter because i was automatically um accepted into lamar because of my grades and stuff so i don't know whatever but after that we went to the texas beach party so i was good (laughs) Uh -uh, uh -uh. what wait what was the texas beach party so the texas beach party back in the day used to be called the kappa okay yeah did you ever go no. You never, Nina, as much hood rat shit you used to do in your life, you ain't never went to the Texas Beach Party? No. Or the Kappa? I did not. What the fuck? I'm surprised. One, when it was the Kappa Beach Party, I was still in elementary school. It was and like the Kappa Beach Party up until like maybe I was in middle school or something like that. So like 99. Yeah. yeah. And then... After that, I mean, I just never went. I didn't know. Like, honestly, I didn't know people that went. Oh. No. So, unless then, if I would have known people that went, then you would have went. It might have been different. Yeah. But. No. So, the Kappa. So, I did get a chance to probably experience the Kappa maybe twice. What Bef- did you do there? I know you did something. I didn't bad. do a god. No, I didn't. You a goddamn lie. Yes, First of all, because I was a child, and that's rape. <laughs> okay. Okay, but there also wasn't no social media back then. Oh, but they. Oh, trust me, it was some throwaway cameras. It was some throwaway cameras out here. Okay, so somebody somewhere got some pictures of somebody mama somewhere. Okay, with her ass out, her titties Anytime out. Nostalgic pictures from any of the Kappa Beach party. I'm like, that is somebody's mama. That is somebody's mama. Grandmother at this point. Yeah, pretty much. So the first time I went to the Kappa, I went with my friend and her dad and his wife. So we basically just drove through Galveston and came back, right? Okay. But which took a long time because it's like packed traffic. People, it's like a parade. Yeah, people hopping out their cars, going to other cars, talking, getting people numbers, whatever, whatever. Uh, But we like, I mean, we was with her daddy. Like, how how much foolishness is we about to get into with her daddy? Okay. So that was that. The second time I was able to experience the Kappa, we went, the same girl, we went with this guy that she was dating at the time. And this guy was a grown-ass man. And he was actually her dad's friends wait yeah 
your friend? Yeah. I feel like we Did talked about this before. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I feel Why like we. Did you go? What you mean? <laughs> he was the neighbor. You said she was dating him? Yeah. I, nobody knew. Like, her dad didn't know and stuff. I knew. Wait. How old was he? He was like her daddy. Old the fuck enough. And how old were y'all? We were like in middle school. What? Yeah. Like maybe like eighth grade or maybe ninth grade or something like that. But yeah, no, for real. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I don't think I'm hearing you. Correctly. Yeah, you you fucking heard me. <laughs> Wait. So y'all are in middle school. I feel like we talked about this before. Uh <laughs> well we didn't talk about the whole cap apart, but we talked about like I have a friend that dated this guy and the guy was her dad's friends but the guy was also their next door neighbor next door neighbor yeah so was he married no he wasn't married i know for sure he had like a kid or two that was probably her age no 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 they were younger they were younger um like little kids, like Wait, why six, were they seven. Like, why, why were they what? You asking me questions that I don't know anything about. Like, what, what you try to ask me? You was her friend. I only know what I saw. Okay. Oh my god. So you see what? This is why the system is effed up how it is now. So you trying to blame me? I was a child too. <laughs> And what was I supposed to do about it? Like, I don't live here. I don't live here. Okay. Did you ever talk? Did you ever like talk to me like, girl, like, why are you doing I'm pretty that? sure I did, but she had always been like, I have been knowing this girl since like kindergarten. Okay. And she has always been a wild child. Like she has always did things she had no business doing. Um, so just like the fuck? Like, <laughs> what? This is not playing with matches, okay? No, it's not. It's not. But what I'm saying is, no, I'm not talking about wild as in playing with matches. I'm talking about wild as in doing things, being places, doing things that she ain't got no business doing, like either with guys or drugs or whatever. Like she's always that was always her thing. Like always. Who me? I was fine because I wasn't playing them games. Like, girl, this you going over there? Okay, I'm gonna be up here. Like, I, you think you think my mom and my dad about to play that? <laughs> but like the age difference, that's like what fourteen and what 20, 30 something years old. I don't know exactly how old he was. I don't know, but he was grown. He had a house. I don't know. Right, that's what I'm saying. He was grown. He had a house. He had a car. He had kids. Like he, it was wrong. Like totally wrong. Totally wrong. And like I said, I feel like we talked about it before because, like, one time I was over there, and like as we got older, like I stopped going over there as much because, like, I don't want to get caught up in this bullshit. So I'm, I'm not like I'm just gonna start like kind of slowing, distancing myself away from this because that's uh-huh. this is not just not my life. You know what I'm saying? 
So one time I was over there and this nigga jumped the fence. So he jumped the fence from his backyard to day backyard to like sneak in her bedroom window so they can have sex in the closet. A grown ass man. A grown ass man. That's disgusting. Yeah. So I don't know if that ever came out. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that don't. I mean, look, this was something a long time ago, and you were just like, oh, but I mean. I knew it was wrong then. I knew it was wrong. But it's like, I, what am I supposed to do about it? Like, I'm not about to set a blaze. Not even that. It's just like, I don't live here. Eventually, what what goes on is gonna come out, and I don't want no parts of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want y'all come to me like, oh, Lark, what? What the fuck? It ain't gonna do me. It wasn't me. I wasn't doing it. I don't know. So, I mean, yeah, we're really good friends too. It's just like you know, one of those situations where you kind of like grow apart because you just like we're just interested in. Yeah, we were just interested in it. Like, she was, like, for real boy crazy, like, all the time. Like, all the time. Like, from kindergarten up. I wouldn't call my friend a hoe, but, you know, (laughs) different strokes with different folks. And then the same thing, like, just being the way that you are raised and stuff. Like, she had different issues with, you know, her, her... family with like she was being raised by her grandmother which I love her grandmother to death because her dad had his issues and her mom had her issues you know it was just like and those things do affect kids you know so I'm pretty sure it was a lot of that was like she was just acting out because you know and it's not that she was like lacking anything as far as like love and attention and like she could have anything that she wanted because her grandmother would do it for her but at the same time it's her grandmother this is not her parents you know, so I kind of understood that as well, even though I was really young processing that, like, you know, people just act out because of different situations. So who am I to, you know, be like, girl, uh, let's not. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to do that. I'm going to I'm going to go back in the house. I'm going to go watch TV. You be out here if you want to. Your grandmother I'm come. To go watch Junior. I, right. I'm about to go watch Disney. <laughs> about to go watch that so raven girl i ain't got time for this <laughs> today now, at some point yeah that's so raven was was a hit show then yes yeah that girl had me in all kind of fucking situations i'm like i don't want to do this shit no more like we be like oh we gotta I go mean, to the movies and i it's- get that that time but it's like i never went that far like that's like it's, wild yeah it was always something. Like, I could never trust it. Like, oh, yeah, we got to go to the movies. And there was, like, some niggas supposed to be me at the movies. Like, bitch, I thought we were just coming to the movies. Like, what the fuck? Like, why, why we just no, go to the movies? Said, we got to go meet some men. <laughs> why are we doing this? I'm just, I'm just so confused. I don't know what to do. It was always some bullshit. But anyway, yeah, back to the Kappa. So we went with him and his Suburb, no, his uh, what was it? it wasn't the suburban, what was it explore? You remember those explorers was like in, right? Uh-huh. So we went his explorer, and I don't know if he had took some, took something. I I just don't now that I'm thinking about it, like he had to had took something because this nigga was sleep, like sleep sleep, and he let her drive. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. Which she knew how to drive because her grandmother would let her drive to like the store and stuff, and her grandfather would let her drive. So she knew how to drive. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was in danger with that, but you know, even though she had no fucking license, but we we in the cab like how far, how fast are we fucking going? We ain't going fast. Right. Yeah. So this nigga was over in the passenger sleep seat, sleep like knocked out, slump, sleep, right? Mm-hmm. And he was so sleep. That when we were in the little crowd thing, like of course you got the windows down and stuff like that. She was getting out the car, taking pictures with niggas, showing her titties and stuff. Like, yo, it is some throwaway cameras. Bruh, it is some throwaway pictures out here of my friend <laughs> and probably me in the background, like in the car, like, bitch, no. <laughs> Not do that. But this nigga was asleep. So I'm like, did he take some drugs or something? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it now as an adult. He probably, um, probably was sipping that lean. Probably. That's the only thing I, that could make you sleep. Do that. Yeah, that ain't sleep, weed, sleep. Weed wasn't as eclectic back then. So yeah. it wasn't that. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so I got a chance to experience it then. And then probably like my freshman year at Lamar, I went to the Texas beach party. And that was probably one of the last years they had it. I think it still goes on. Cause I feel like somebody just said something about Texas beach party. I'm like, they still have it. I feel it. like they're trying to like bring it back, but it literally was like shut down, quote unquote. Yeah. But I feel like people are trying to like bring it back. But I'm like, no. If a whole bunch of niggas just get together and go, like yeah. that's the beach party. Yeah, that area is over with. I feel like it was cute. It is definitely cute with the phones and all that kind of stuff because nobody really have all that. Like even when I went my senior year in high school after prom, uh, we had phones, but it was just like flip phones. Like we still had throwaway cameras. We taking pictures and shit yeah. with. So, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. So that's my life, y'all. I didn't been through some shit. I didn't experience some stuff that's just not their greatest. And especially... I mean, we, we, we all have our, you know, our days. Yeah. I love her to death. I actually need to, like, call and, like, check on her, like, Facebook her or something and just, you know, see what's going on. And it's like, girl, what the fuck? What were we doing back then? Who was we, bitch? What were you doing? <laughs> he has you shit to do with me. I was there. My name is Benny, but I went in it. Shit, ain't nothing to do with me. And like one time, like she even got kidnapped, right? But like she had got kidnapped Lord. by her. No, not like that. Like she she did get kidnapped, but she got kidnapped by her mom. Oh. She got kidnapped by her mom, and like she was missing for like a couple of months. And Whoa, wait. yeah, <laughs> yeah, like she was crazy. Like her, her mom, from what I understand, her mom and her uncle or her, her mom's brother came in the school and like went in her classroom and just like took her from her desk. Okay. And then she was, she was missing for like, like four or five months. They don't even allow you to like go into schools freely like that anymore. Yeah. They just just came in. I'm not sure if they had a gun or anything like that. I think they thought that they did, but I'm not sure if they, you know, confirmed that or whatever. But yeah, 
So they just took her, and then they finally wound up getting her back or whatever. And we were going somewhere. Like, I had came over, and we were going to, like, the grocery store, like, the corner store or something. And her grandmother was like, if somebody try to get you or whatever, you fight or whatever, and if they do get her like you go to, bitch, what? <laughs> it's a no. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I'm not going. I'm going home to my parents. So I, what did you do for those months? Did you try to contact her? How? This happened when she, we were probably like in elementary school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Shout out to her wherever she is. She around. She we should get her on the show. I got real good stories. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She probably got some good stories and good advice to give us. Yeah. Shout out to her. I actually probably when we get off of this, I'm probably gonna um hit her up on Facebook and be like, good. <laughs> Because I don't have her number or whatever. And I've been wanting to check out her grandmother. Because, like, I love her grandmother. Like, for real, for real, her grandmother was, like, the best. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm probably going to hit her up. But, like, girl, what you been up to? Like, I, But do you know, like, sometimes, I don't know if you have friends like that or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. like y'all grew apart, but y'all grew apart for a reason, right? And then sometimes you open right. that door back up, it just be like chaos. You'd be like, oh, well, why the fuck did I even just <laughs> why did yeah. I put myself into that? Yeah. You know, and that's not what I want in my life. I don't. Yeah, I, I feel the same there. I have had friends like maybe one or two that's. Yeah, maybe about two, like where I felt like just out outgrew each other. Yeah. Not like out, I outgrew you. No, I feel like, you know, we're on different pages yeah different things are happening in our own lives which is like making us kind of go away from each other and that's fine you do grow up though you grow up right and that doesn't mean that i like you any different it's just that we are just interested in different things and right you know your life is your and life like and mine you is mine. Like, if it's a whole bunch of drama, you're like, why did I open that What down? the fuck is like, this? I was perfectly fine with a Facebook happy birthday, Merry Christmas. <laughs> we are good. Like, love you from afar, my nigga. Love you from afar, but can I do this? You know, and I'm very, oh, that I think that's one of the things that just makes me so uncomfortable. It's like if I get into a situation where it's just like, oh, this is awkward. I don't. Well, I actually. One of my friends from, like, middle school, she had hit me up, like, through text. And we've always had each other's numbers, but I want to say me and her kind of stopped talking, like, around, like, 2013, maybe, 12, 13. It was just because we were, like, in different spaces and stuff and different interests. So... She hit me up maybe about, like, two weeks ago. We were just, like, she was texting, asking how I was. And then, like, she was just saying, like, like some of the stuff she talks about, I just feel like I'm like, eh, okay. Like, yeah. she was talking about how this guy, who's her, she, well, she said, my boyfriend bought me some hair or whatever. And I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. You know, I was like, I was like, okay. I oh, was that like, was well, it. Hi. That was the end of the sentence. I was like, huh? That was the end of the sentence. Well, she just no, like, she, one, she had asked me, I think, like, what type? Where do I get my extensions from? 
And I told her, like, two places where, I, where I've been. And then she said, oh, and then the next day, I think she said, oh, I found a place. She was like, oh, my boyfriend, like, bought me uh, my hair, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, he's from such and such and, and all this stuff. And then she mentioned, like, some guy she used to talk to a long time ago. Like, this guy she used to talk to when me and her used to hang out stuff. Okay. And that was, like, high school. We didn't go to the same high school. She went to Yates. Uh, but she went crazy over this guy. And so, basically, like, two weeks ago, she still, like, I guess, talked to him and stuff. And I'm just like, Why? Like, that's over 15 years old. Like, you went crazy over this dude. Like, you had to check into a hospital over this dude. Oh, I thought you was, I thought, I didn't think that was the type of crazy he was talking about, but okay. All right. She, it was just a lot of emotional issues behind it with her and this guy, but she told me, like, she still, like, keeps up with him, and I'm just like, Why? I, guess, I don't think that's healthy. I don't yeah. And then she has like a boyfriend. Yeah, that's definitely not healthy, sis. And then, wait, like a few days later, she told me she was like, I cheated on my boyfriend. With him? I don't know. See, this is what I hate. I hate it when people tell me something and then I'm engaged and then they don't say nothing back after. She was like, I cheated on my boyfriend. And I was like, with who? And then she still ain't like, text me back yet. It's like, girl, I don't want to be your friend no more. Just for kids. I, like, I would be like, girl, bye. Do not, do not tell me nothing about none of your business. I was actually engaged into this soap opera you was running. Okay. See, this is why I keep my phone and do not disturb. <laughs> but this was all like in a, I want to say like in a week span. It was like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Oh, I still have to see that. Then a few days later. I cheated on my boyfriend. Bitch, bye. You you like, you need to go back to that hospital that you had visited uh, a couple years ago because I'm not doing this shit. Nope. <sighs> Hell no. Like I I love all my friends, new and old, but you know some of y'all old ones y'all just gotta stay with the fuck y'all at. Like I just can't. I mean, some people you grew with and you had stuff in common with, stuff got too like complicated or you were tired of the chaos yeah well you know honestly i have some friends that was like it was it was chaotic i feel like that's the the main ones that i don't really engage with on a regular basis it is that like happy birthday you know uh merry christmas type if you know <laughs> you're like merry, merry christmas, christmas <laughs> type shit uh, just happy because it, if that, if that, I feel like sometimes that people don't even get that, they'll probably get more of a happy birthday than like a you know, Merry Christmas yeah, or Thanksgiving. You. Yeah, because <laughs> I just don't, I just don't have that energy. I don't have that energy to be a, a savior. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like a lot of those friends or those friendships, I was more of like the voice of reason, which is very weird because y'all know I ain't got no motherfucking sense. But, you know, sometimes I could be the voice of reason or the voice of like common motherfucking sense. 
So I would have those friends like depend on me for like that voice of reason, you know what I'm saying? Or like comfort. And like, I just, sometimes I don't have that shit in me. Like I just, I gave you all I got. I ain't got nothing else left for you. Like we good. We good. I don't know. I mean, and I feel like at the time when you do go through that growing pain of like, okay, we're not friends, but you're growing. So it feels weird because you're like, is it me? Or is it that? I mean, it could be a little bit of both. Right. Showing you, you know. This is maybe where you need to adjust some things in your life. This is where you you need to grow. And showing them, like, maybe I need to try to figure my own shit out. You know? It could be a little bit of both. I don't know. But I ain't had those growing pains. I'm I'm good. We, we we still growing and stuff. I just can't. Like a lot of drama. I just can't. I don't do well with conflict, and I don't do well with drama. Because oh, we know <laughs> why we don't we need know. it. Why we don't? <laughs> we know. I'm listening. What you gonna say? I'm not gonna say this. No, you need to open the door. I'm not gonna say this. <laughs> we just gonna acknowledge it. Well, at least I know that I don't do it. Like those are not my strong, um, you know, suits, and, and that's fine. Like I accept it. At least I know that that's just not the road I'm willing to go down. Because somebody gonna wind up in the hospital. It's not gonna be me. So I choose not to. That's that fifth war coming out. No, it's, you know, it's not. Bloody nickel. No, that's the Aquarius in me, okay? I am a lover. I would try to be sensible with you, but if you push me too far, bitch, I will fight you. And that's just that. Like, I'm going to fight you. I'm a lover, but I'm going to fight you. I will fight you. <laughs> I will fight you with love in these hands. All of the same <laughs> I will fight you with love in these hands. I'm beating your ass because I love you, bitch. <laughs> Stop fucking playing with me. <laughs> oh, my God. But, you know, whatever. How is the love department, Nina? It's okay. I mean, it's pretty mellow. Um, It's slowed down, of course, in the last months um still um with I guess I don't know what name I gave him guess a quarantine babe yeah yeah I mean whatever (laughs) I don't know but you know basically you know of course me and the person I've been talking about if you've been following the episodes I've been talking about for the last few episodes. That's still going. Um, nothing's changed. So I still, you know, have my options open. Um, but nobody else at this point. You know, I'm social distancing, so I'm not trying to meet up with nobody. I'm not trying to do Netflix and chill on the first meeting and that's pretty much all you can still do at this point if you're trying to stay safe yeah so 
there was this one guy I forgot I think I I think I was like at the store and I was at the store to get something quick it was like CBS and he was like oh I've been practicing social distancing he was like but I'm gonna lie me and my partner went out last night and I was like it's so funny because that's gonna be like the like entrance to like a woman like uh uh-uh, you went out last night you need to quarantine definitely need like, to quarantine <laughs> the fuck out of here you can't come over here sir right 14 days but i don't know you know and that's the thing now with dating and people who date online or even if you meet someone in person how are you supposed to like is that you're gonna have to get really creative with physical, like with dating, you know? So, because now it's not like, oh, let's just meet at a bar, you know? I personally wouldn't be comfortable with that at this point. Unless it's like a small bar that nobody goes to, you know? A small bar that nobody goes to, or if there's not a lot of people, or if it's at a certain time of the day where it's not like, yeah bombarded with i wouldn't people. say like oh yeah let's go to prospect you know what i'm saying like no let's go to like a neighborhood bar or something somebody is you know low-key let's i'm like let's let's go to the heights or the suburb and go to like a random bar yeah nine things so, two packs i mean so you would go to a place if they were open like right now you would go to a place if it was like you could be socially distant. It wasn't a lot of people, not a lot of activity going on. Me personally, no, I'm not going nowhere no no time soon. But I mean, okay. if I if I wanted to, then yeah, that would be my option to go somewhere where it's not like too much happening. Like it's not a popular spot. Like oh, everybody be here on Wednesdays. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I'm not trying to do that. I don't want to be on the scene like that. Right. So, but I feel yeah. I would comfortable like if I really wanted to go like you said I would be comfortable but it would have to be like space yeah like hardly anyone in there at this point like I wouldn't even mind like if they had a patio or outside I wouldn't mind sitting outside yeah if I can be in open air like away from you know but the virus is airborne, so it really don't matter if you're inside or outside. Don't matter. <laughs> and now we're back at zero. Yeah, ass is getting got. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like you have to get creative when it's dating. Like, this is the time where men really show you if they're trying to pursue you. And I'll tell you why. Because this is not like a money thing. This is just about spending time. Yeah. And not the easy way out where men are just like, oh, this is easy. Netflix and chill. Hulu and chill. No. What if she doesn't want to do that? What if she's not comfortable with you yet to do that? Then what do you do? See, that's where you find out if a guy is really interested. Because most guys are going to fall off if you don't want to Netflix and chill because they're lazy. They're like, oh, well, this bitch don't want to Netflix and chill, so I'm going to go on to the next bitch that does. And it's like, all right. But this is where you're like, okay, I can pick up some lunch. You can meet me at a park. We don't have to sit next to each other at the bench. I'll sit diagonally across from you. Like, you know what I mean? So I have this incident 
what was that last week? I don't remember where the hell I was coming from or where I was going, but of course I had like my face mask and stuff on. And this guy was like trying to holler at me. He was like, oh, you cute. I'm like, but how do you know? <laughs> you know, you don't know if I'm I cute. It makes, it makes, I guess it makes it it's easier for guys to lie because they can't see your face. I guess. I don't know. He's just like, oh, you Did he have on a mask? <laughs> I don't really remember. I just remember him saying, like, oh, you fine or something. I was like, uh, but I have a mask on, so I'm going to keep going. I want right. to say I was at the gas station and shit like that. Like, I'm not entertaining nobody. Like, nah, get the fuck on. Right. Fuck on. Yeah. So what did we do? Like, going forward, like, how do we determine, like, who's attractive enough for us to approach with fucking face masks on? You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, I- now guys are literally going to be like, Excuse me, ma'am. Did you take off your face? You have such acquiring eyes. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Yeah, this is gonna be real interesting to see how people try to hit on people in public with like face Question. masks. iPhone users with the face ID having trouble? No, because they already fixed that shit. <laughs> now your password, you just put your password, like it just pop up so you put your password in. See, stop trying to Android. Stop trying it. <laughs> Okay. I've been hearing some complaints via Twitter. I've been hearing a lot of people getting annoyed with that feature. They already fixed it. As soon as it like people started saying like, "Oh, this is not working." Like, so wait. So now, because wasn't it an option to either face ID or type in a code? If you always have both of them. You have both okay. of them on your phone anyway. But if you pick up your phone and look at your phone, it unlock anyway because they read your face. Now, if you pick up your phone and it can't read your face, it's just your password things. It's going to ask you to put your password in. Like it'll automatically so pop up. before they fixed it, people couldn't get in their phones because they had other apps. No, you can still do your password. I think that's what people were trying to avoid and that's why they were complaining. Uh, listen, everything. I think that's why people were complaining because they wanted to not, you know, face ID, you don't have to tighten nothing. It's just like, boop. Here you go. Right. But But because with the masks on and people with these face shields, they were complaining like I'm so annoyed with my phone not recognizing it. And I'm pretty sure Siri's annoyed with your motherfucking ass too, bitch. So it's fine. Okay, so you said about like a picnic, right? I considered doing this like surprise date situation. And I thought about doing, like, a picnic at a park. But y'all know I'm, like, extra as fuck. So I was like, oh, I should go and buy, like, an actual picnic basket. Like, an actual, actual picnic basket. And, like, Mm -hmm. get the food and the drinks and stuff. And be like, oh, meet me at this park or whatever. But I don't know. Like, I don't... It's cute. I want to do that. I think it's cute, but... I don't know if this person would like appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that'll probably annoy me Do that you don't appreciate like, it. Not see the effort. Meaning behind it. He's I gonna know. be like, he's probably gonna be like, "Why are we here?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So like, I don't. I don't know if I should do this or not because it's like if it's not like appreciated, I'm most likely gonna be annoyed. Like, you'll see all this. Effort. I think that if you do it, you do it from the kindness of your heart. 
you shouldn't have to really explain why you're doing it. But I like the idea of actually getting a picnic basket. That would be cute. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, already, like, kind of complicated because it's, like, a kind of like a come-to-Jesus meeting slash, like, we're going to start over, like, clean slate type of, like, just clean slate. Like, everything that didn't happen before this moment right now, like, it does not exist. You know? What do you mean? That's a good thing. Why don't you want it to exist? Because we have issues. We had issues. This is not the okay. same person. This is not Wakanda forever. Huh? This, is, this is not Wakanda forever. This is somebody else. Don't tell me who it is, <laughs> who I think it is. <laughs> not saying nothing to nobody. Like, <laughs> Man, if you see... Okay, now I'm mad. Let me take a sip of my maca juice. Hold up. Why are you mad? I feel dude? like... I feel like Evelyn before she threw that wine bottle in that wine room. No, you gonna throw a wine bottle with me? <laughs> okay. What the hell are you about to do? You about to turn on a fire burner that don't need to be turned on. I don't know what I'm about to do. Like, I honestly... Don't do it. In my head, I don't know what I'm about this. to do. Why are you doing it? Let's talk about that part. Why is it? Why are you the person to do this? Um, I feel like what the picnic is. Why? Why am I the person to do it? The picnic part. Yeah. Why are you like the initiator? Well, technically, I'm not really the initiator. Like the he's the initiator as far as like, okay, we actually need to have a conversation. Okay. Fine, I grant that we do definitely need to have a conversation. I'm choosing to have this conversation in the nicest way possible to be like, you know what? This is just a good gesture. You did nice things for me. Maybe you don't feel so like I have. Listen, maybe you don't feel like I have reciprocated a lot of the nice things that you have done for me. So, this is like a peace offering type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I'm looking at it. Not like, because you did something for me, like I have to do something for you, but just like, this is just a peace offering. Like, let's just... It could be a peace offering without all the extras. What's all the extra? The picnic basket? Yes. That's my style, though. I can't. I can't, just can't. I just can't half-ass do stuff. Like, if you're going to do a picnic, we're going to have a picnic. It's not half-ass. Y'all are going there to talk about something. Bada-boom, bada-bing. We're at peace. We're going to have you. a picnic, and we're going to talk, and we're going to go from there. That's what's going to happen. I think we're going to have a picnic. I'm not 100% sure on the picnic yet because, like, I want to do something nice, but then, I, like I said, I don't know how it will be, like, perceived uh-uh. i guess i'm that i'm that demon kermit with that hood <laughs> on my head okay when you look in the mirror you're like didn't even like knock that nigga in the head with that bottle <laughs> don't give him no wine <laughs> pop him <laughs> roll him up in this blanket <laughs> oh, i mean man. i'm just not good with 
rekindling. I've never been good at that. Yeah. I, I can't, like, I don't know. It's just hard for me. I feel like with this situation is a little different because, like, for whatever reason, and I, I know why, but I'm not just going to get into all those details, but, like, our communication has always been, like, not always rocky, but sometimes, like, I communicate things and they're not, he doesn't process them like I feel like he should process them. And he communicate things and I don't process them the way he probably feels like I should process them. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I don't like texting with motherfuckers. See, that's how I get into arguing with people. So when people text me and like DM me and stuff and I'm like really short about my shit because like I don't like that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> type shit. Like you want to talk to me, you want to have a conversation, call me. Call me, because that way I know you can hear my voice, you can hear my right. tone. But my thing is, is that, but that's what it is. It's like, it's just communication. Yeah. We'll see. Because once he said, like, okay, yeah, we definitely need to, like, talk. And I was like, okay, well, do you want to, like, talk on the phone or you want to talk in person? I was like, honestly, I feel like we should talk in person, because that just seems like the right step for us because i don't want to talk to you on the phone like i don't want this thing to turn into a whole argument i would show up there my sunglasses on no i'm not taking them off (laughs) have me a little something to drink in my little yeti cup whatever cup i got to keep my drink cold nina we're not going to war we're not going to war this is peace like i got 30 minutes nina 45 if i actually care this is peace. I care. This is why I feel like it is important enough for us to make amends. Like, okay, scratch all that extra stuff because a lot of this stuff was just unnecessary. Like, a lot of our fights were definitely unnecessary of just, like, a miscommunication type of situation. It's like, okay, listen, this is how I communicate. And I feel like I'm very good at communicating. It's just something with him that just, like, Oh, you hitting a fucking brick wall like every fucking time. It's like, oh, you ready to fight? I'm like, nigga, I'm not trying to fight so, you. Like, why are we doing this? What do you want from this knowing that you have something going on with the other Wakanda prospect? Um Honestly, I I know but I don't know. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't know. So it's like, why are you doing this rekindling? Like, why? Well, who said that I want to be in Wakanda? This is what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I know, but I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm really in a place right now that I'm just like confused about. Like, it's not that I'm bored. It's just that I'm confused because it's like you're bored enough to be confused. No, that is not it. Like <laughs> this other guy. Like, I love this other guy. I love him. We just have communication issues. Okay. If you tell me that I love you. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> Wakanda is like, I really, really care for him. And I can see myself growing to love him because I feel like women can grow to love anyone. You know what I'm saying? Right. That doesn't mean that that's like 
necessarily the person that you're supposed to be with you know what i'm saying but i really care for him and i can i know that i can grow to love him you know what i'm saying i know that he has shown me things that i would want in a fiance and a husband but i just don't know if he is that person for me you know and that's not nothing against him it's me like i don't know if that's just what I want in all reality I feel like if right now if I chose him right if I chose Wakanda I personally would feel like maybe I'm just settling because you know so you're not 100 about him and it's making you Steer back to someone that you actually do love. But not necessarily steer back to because this person reached out to me. You know, it wasn't like I reached out to him because it was like, okay. No, it's, you not know. About, it's not about who reached out to who first. It's steering back because it's a situation that already happened. He's not a new person. Yeah. So it's like you're just steering back to that situation ship. But not really. I don't know. I yes, feel like are. if things progress with this other, this past situation, things will have to be like totally different than what they were before. So basically, you're keeping the door open for this person. I'm keeping the door open for everybody because I don't know okay. exactly where I'm going yet. Like, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like I said, I don't want to settle. I don't see myself settling. And in this moment, like, if I tell Wakanda right now, like, yeah, let's get engaged. Like, this nigga have me a ring tomorrow. And that's, I don't know if that's what I want from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't know if that's what I want from him. So, I'm just trying to figure my shit out. Which is really complicated because now I feel like how guys be feeling when it's like, damn, now I got to choose between, like, you know, right. I got to leave some people behind and I got to go and make this commitment to this other person. Like, it's just really, it's a weird space to be in and it's not a good space to be in. I, I've never felt like I would be in this type of space because for me, I always thought like I would be in this long relationship and then we would get engaged and then we would get married or whatever. And it's like, it's, mm-hmm. this is just not the way things are panning out right now. Well, talk it over with some fried chicken, deviled eggs. I don't know. Well, who? <laughs> oh, like for the picnic? <laughs> yeah. We're not a having fried chicken with devil eggs. A, bu- a bucket of chicken. No. Some sides. We probably gonna have some lotus. And <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> some I don't know. I'm just like in this weird space and I'm not making any like rash decisions or anything like that. I just want to be able to make clear decisions like clear choices like i know that this door is closed or this door is open i know this is a no for me (laughs) nina said the door is closed (laughs) but we'll see we'll see this is a part about you know being single in a loop like sometimes you have to make like tough decisions sometimes you have to turn back around and have some of those conversations that like I said, I'm, I'm not good with, like, conflict and stuff. So, if you piss me off enough, like, nigga, we just ain't going to talk no more. And that's with anybody. Like, uh, I just don't feel like And take your picnic basket with you. <laughs> I, listen, because that bitch from Target looks like it's about $50. And I'm like, 
<laughs> Ain't nobody just go. So that's where I'm at, y'all. So if y'all have any advice for me and my relationships in the Don't week, do it. Nina that's said don't do advice. it. Why you say don't do it, Nina? You just say don't do it because you feel like it's backtracking. It is. But that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> Look, I just feel like sometimes things happen the way they're supposed to happen the first time. I don't believe that because, like, I, I know people that have dated people years ago and then years later they are together and, like, married and, like, happy. I feel like things happen. Everything happens for a reason, but you'll yeah. figure out what that reason is later. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's like, oh, well, that's just, like, something you just write off. Now, some motherfuckers you can't just write the fuck off. Like, okay, definitely know why I got this. It's like when my ex situation, that's a write-off. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I know exactly why you were in my life. I know exactly what this situation taught me. We're good. This is nothing that we will backtrack to ever again. And cool. You know? Are y'all still friends? Who, me and my ex? Mm-hmm. We're cordial. We're cordial. So y'all, so y'all still talk? We talk from time to time. Like, he'll hit me up and, like, just to, like, like, um... When they said the city was opening, well, the state was opening back up, he hit me like, yo, y'all all right over there? I'm like, yeah, we good. He's like, okay, they talking about y'all crazy on the news. I'm like, yeah, it's crazy over here. But, like, stuff like that, not, you know. What I the- feel like I don't need to talk to you. Like, you're dead. I don't feel that way. Maybe because I don't. And to be honest, he is one of those people that I feel like I should probably hold a big grudge against. But then at the same time, like, we were together for so long that he's like a part of my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird. Like, nigga. But we don't talk. Yeah, like, I'm not invested. I'm not invested I in like know. your I, life and all that. Like, like, I don't have a grudge against anybody when I choose not to talk to him. I just don't want to talk to him. <laughs> he's like, you like, out. I'm not mad at you. I just don't need to hear from you. And you don't need to hear from me. Yeah. Like, I just don't want you around. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't but bother God me. Likes you. Yeah. I, it's no hard feelings. Like, honestly, with he, I feel like if I had an issue with him reaching out to me, I'm not over that situation. The fact that it doesn't bother me, it doesn't cross my mind, it doesn't, I don't think twice about it when he reach out, it doesn't bother, that means I'm over it. You know, well, there's one thing, like, I guess for me, it's like, I can forgive you, but I can't forget. So, I'm not forgetting, but I'm over the whole situation. Like, I feel right. like I came no. out on top with that whole, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was fucked up, but it benefited me in the long run. So, like, I don't have any hard feelings. Like, it just is with, like, it's water under the bridge. Like, listen, now, if you start talking about it with me and you say something, I'm like, nah, 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 nigga, that ain't what that happened. They yeah, ain't like, don't, <laughs> like, don't bring up, like, Oh, I wish that we. It's like oh don't no, you wish that yeah, no. Um, I think he knows better at this point that that's not the type of um conversation, relationship, or anything like that. It's literally like, hey, y'all good? Yeah, we good. He he doesn't call me. Like it's literally he don't even really text me. It's like a WhatsApp, like <laughs> literally through WhatsApp. Right. You doing all right? 
I'm doing good. Cool. We don't follow each other on social media. We don't. It's it's none of that. It's not none of that. Well, that's good. It's like an ex-husband. <laughs> it's like an ex-husband. It's like an ex-husband. Y'all got kids together. You know, you gotta be cordial for the kids or whatever. We just don't have no kids, and we we just cordial. Like we got it. We got it. You good? We good. Hey, hey. Cool. Cool. Bye. Right. That's it. No hard feelings. I don't want to knock you over your head. You know, I'm not going to send my mama to, you know, beat you up or no shit like that. No, we, we good. So, we'll see. I feel like I just process things, like, a little differently when it comes yeah. to different, like, situations. Because, y'all know, I have a hard time, like, forgiving people. So, I feel like once I get to that point where it's like, okay, I'm over it, then then we good. But I have to allow myself the time to get over it. And I know one of the things that helps me get over things is really ex- being able to express how I feel about whatever situation, you know, yeah. and not be over talked or whatever. Like, no, this is how I feel. Like, acknowledge my feelings and let's just keep it moving, whatever. So we'll see what happens with this picnic if the picnic happens i don't know it's too fucking hot outside anyway in houston so whatever so wait so like when are you supposed to do this i don't know i don't know we haven't set a date let me know so i can be at a bush or something (laughs) (laughs) we haven't set a date not a bush and he doesn't even know it's like a picnic because he didn't say oh let's meet at a park or anything i that was just something that i thought like oh you know maybe we should just like meet at a park and do like a little picnic so we sit down and talk it's not like you coming over here or i'm going to your house or you know it's not like a restaurant yeah. type of situation it's just out in the open we're in nature we're with one with mother earth nobody gonna get fucked up out here and we can have a good right. conversation and we can choose to you know progress or we can choose to just leave it where it is put a little nice little bow on it and just keep it moving so that's where we're at well, good luck. I know. I'll keep y'all updated. I feel like I'm weird, though. Why? Because I feel like most people would be like, you know what? I'm going to go with the person that, like, wants to marry me. Like, right now. You know? But, but sometimes that person doesn't fulfill everything. Yeah. And that, that that's where want. I'm at. It's like, because I feel like if I did that, I would definitely just be settling for something just because. And I've never been that just because person. Like, I'm not settling for shit if it doesn't benefit me in the way that I feel like it should benefit me. You know? So. I don't know. True. Let me know. Let me know how many of y'all just got married just because. You know, give me some hope just in case. I'm pretty sure it's more common in men than women because you know sometimes men get to a certain age and I'm like okay yeah it's time for me to get married and have another kid or something and trust me probably most of those marriages during this quarantine are non-existent yeah they hate each other (laughs) they they got married because they got married just because yeah Cause I'm 35. Not for, this, not for this shit. Not for the pandemic. Yeah, no. No, no, no. I want, and that's one of the things. Like, I want to be totally in awe with my husband. I want to be like completely in love with the person that I marry. You know, like I don't want to yeah. have to question that. Yeah. Yeah. 
a really weird feeling. Yeah. But it's a part of life, and it's a growing pain, and I'm going to, you know, continue to share. And it is going to continue to share. Why does growing up have to hurt? Don't fucking ask me. This shit sucks. <laughs> shit Why sucks. does it have to hurt? Why can't it just be soothing? At this point, I'm willing to do, like, an arranged marriage. I'm about to tell my parents. <laughs> I'm about to write down on a sheet of paper all my likes and dislikes. But I don't want I no options. I have to options. draw some visual pictures of the requirements Lord that Jesus. Monumental. Monumental. Monumental downstairs. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine being like in an arranged marriage and your husband has like a little bitty penis? Like what the fuck do y'all thinking? Like y'all didn't look at this shit? <laughs> Nobody can't. looked at this shit? <laughs> But I mean, if it's an arranged marriage, is it arranged that you can have sex with other people? No. I don't Would think that's not that? I will. Listen, if I had a husband, like if I got married, let's just say this guy like the total package, financially, mentally, physically, uh-huh. spiritually, emotionally, you know, everything that I needed, right? But his dick was little. We would have to have a conversation about me finding someone or us finding someone that can please me sexually and he would have to be okay have you with watched, that. Have you watched like pornography like that? No. Like with a married couple but then another guy comes in and then the husband just watches because he's not equipped to pleasure his wife. No. You should watch it. Yeah. But at this point he's just going to be a living like Dick made. <laughs> it's gonna be well, I mean, he's gonna like one, he's gonna have to like there's some men out there like if they know like, oh I can't please her, I get off by watching her get pleased by somebody else who can please her. Yeah. We would have to have that type have of arrangement. Be, it would have to be a situation like that. Yeah. Because he can't feel jealous, obviously. And he has to be willing to share. Yeah. So it's not like a swingers couple because that means that you would actually have to have sex with him. Yeah. That would be the only way that that would work for me. Like, you have to agree and be okay with this because other than that, I'm just going to cheat on you behind your back. Why can't it be like how it is in, like, African culture? It's like men can have concubines and all this stuff, and it's just so easy like, oh, I love you, but I like having sex with her and her and her and her. And it's like, why can't we be the same way? Like, oh, I love you, but I like having sex with her. But they're still married. They marry all those people, though. Huh? They marry all of those women, though. I know. Why can't we do the same thing? I could have eight weddings. You want eight husbands, Nina? Why not? You trying to have eight dicks, Nina? Shit. Not all at the same time. I mean, hell, why not? You're married to all of them. Listen, run them. No. One husband I might not see in like six months or whatever. I'm about to be like two at a time, okay? You got Monday and Wednesday. You got Thursday and Friday. Mm -mm, See, you can't schedule 
sex. It's just not. I mean, if you got eight husbands, you gonna definitely have to schedule sex. <laughs> Do you think so? Do you think scheduling sex with just one husband, like, like when you get older, like, oh, we only have sex on the weekend? No, hell no. I want to have sex whenever we want to have sex. I don't want to schedule it. Right. But some people say, like, it's something to look forward to. But I'm like, but why are you hold? like, why do you have to wait? Yeah, you can look forward to it every day. It doesn't have to be just on Thursdays. That's weird. Yeah, no. So I, I don't think I would schedule sex unless our schedule is just like crazy busy. Like it's we in and out of town, you know, opposite ways. We passing each other in the night. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, on Wednesday, we both going to be in Houston. So, you know, drop them draws. That's different. But if y'all right. like in the same place all the time, I don't think it should be something that's like scheduled. That's a little weird. That's weird. Yeah. Y'all let us know if y'all be scheduling sex. I just, I don't Yeah, like, I want to hear from somebody who actually does it because if you do, I just want to know, like, the logic behind it. And maybe sometimes it gets a little complicated when you add kids in the mixture, you know, like, oh, after the baby. I can see, like, okay, after the baby go to sleep or during the baby nap time or some shit like that, but not, like, every week is like, okay, you only get Friday this week. I can see women doing it if they're sleeping with multiple men. And like you said, gotta keep track. Even then, I ain't scared of running that shit. It's like, I slept with Bobby on Tuesday, Ricky's on Thursday. Two a days. <laughs> I've never met a Ricky before. Me either. Really? No. No. I do know a Ricky from from um, elementary school, but that was probably like the only Ricky. Take that back. I know two Rickies from school. Uh, <laughs> a Ricky Brown and a Ricky. I can't remember his other last name, but yeah, so two Rickies. Ricky Brown. A Ricky Brown. That's a nigga. Ricky Brown. <laughs> Ricky. Why? Uh, Why is that a name? What else? Um, I don't, I don't really want to talk about the whole Karen and I'm just sick of y'all. I'm sick of you, Karen. We're sick of the Karen. Go back to work. Like, find you something to fucking do, bitch. We're tired of you guys. Like, we really are. Stop trying to set up our black people. Because you in the wrong and type shit like calling nine one one, hollering and screaming on the phone, talking about somebody threatening you and it's a black man. And I was gonna say, bitch, somebody needs to beat your ass, like for real, for real. Like somebody really needs to beat your ass because you was literally trying to get this man killed by doing that. Like that's just crazy to me. That's crazy. <sighs> I ain't even attack, girl. Ain't nobody attacking you, but probably some motherfucking mosquitoes, bitch, and that damn dog you trying to hold on to. <laughs> I'm a black man. Get the fuck off me. You know she returned that dog, right? They asked her to. And she voluntarily, like, retired from her job. Nah, what I heard, she got fired. I don't know. But, you know, whatever, bitch, that's what you get. Like, y'all just can't be around here just doing stuff just because y'all feel like y'all, it's y'all constitutional right to be fucking doing something. Like, y'all need to relax 
on that shit, bitch. Go find you something to do. All right, follow the rules and regulations. Like it, it, it's getting ridiculous. And then we have this other guy that was just killed. Where, where was this? In Minneapolis. And he had ties to Houston. From um, he grew up in Third War. He went to Yates um, High School, and it's just like he was killed by the police. And it's just again. They had a big riot here in Houston a few hours ago. And it was bad. It's just, it's too much because I understand that people are upset and I understand that it's wrong. Like those police officers, especially the one that actually committed the crime. But you know, just like, I don't know if it's all over, but here in Texas, when you, when somebody commit a crime and you with them, like everybody's guilty, like all y'all motherfucking asses are guilty because y'all stood around and allowed him to do it. So all y'all need to be prosecuted and go to jail. Um, but to our community, like y'all having a protest is a big difference between a protest and a riot. Okay. Protest. You are totally, that is your, your constitutional right to protest. You know what I'm saying? Freedom of speech. There you go. You could definitely do that, but rioting, that's not going to do anything but cause more confusion. That's going to cause more people to get hurt, uh, and more people to go to jail or lose their life. You know, like that just, that doesn't make any sense. They're targeting, like, all police officers. And I'm like, there are good ones out there. Right. Like, you know, I understand your anger behind it. And the police represents it all, like, the whole thing. But at the same time, it's like, you're targeting innocent people. Right. And that's another thing that pisses me off. But you know what, though? They're doing the same thing how they do us of people of color, though. It's really not a difference because they assume people of color are a threat. So they kind of like just assume it on this stereotype and then they want to kill us or hurt us anyway. So in a way, it's like, oh, I don't care if you weren't the actual police officer. What I do know is that y'all are killing us. Yeah, but at the same time, this is still the police. Yeah. Like it's it's still the police. Like the video was really disturbing though. If I didn't even watch the whole thing and didn't want I don't want to watch someone die. Like that's just it's not just that the cop, like his face. He didn't give a fuck. Holding him down, he was like moving his body weight in his leg. Like, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. look, like you know what I mean? Yeah. He like, knew what he was doing. If you can feel his life leaving this man's body. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. And I don't understand how no other cop, because it was four cops there. Like, okay, man, no that's enough. Saw it as a problem. And they were like, oh, well, he's been belligerent. I'm like, he's not belligerent right now. I mean, y'all got him handcuffed right. around now. He's not a threat. It's okay. Y'all can put him in the back of the police car and let him be belligerent all the fuck he wants to. Handcuffed. Like, it's totally fine. It's just, like, some people take their power to an extreme. And it's sad because we do have some fucked up ass police officers out here. We do. We have some fucked right. up black people out here, too, as well, you know, that does do things that don't they don't have no business fucking doing. You know, but they are some good black people out here. There are some good police officers out here. Like, that 
type of stuff like when they do all those riots and stuff against police like that scares me because my brother's a police officer you know what i'm saying it was like and we grew up from the hood we know what's up like he's a black man just like you're a motherfucking black man but you throwing something at him because he a police officer like this is his fucking career like he understands what's what's happening i'm pretty sure even some black brown and some other ones that understand too that this is not right that doesn't mean that everybody is punishable for one action of another officer and it's the same thing with black people so i feel like the sooner we can understand that the better off we will be in general like across the board right officers not all black people are bad not all and that's not just officers officers karens billy boss all y'all motherfuckers (laughs) that just be targeting black people just because of color of their fucking skin well luckily most of the karens that went viral have been losing. They didn't get away with it, yeah. Right. <laughs> they didn't get away with it. Like, the social media is exposing their ass. But this is the right. same thing that happened to, like, Emmett Till. You know, like, things like that. Like, y'all gotta stop. Y'all have to stop. It is so sad that we're still dealing with this type of stuff in fucking 2020. It'll continue on, though. Sadly enough, it will. And... Things get across way better with social media, but just think about all the other people that we didn't witness and that we don't know about and that we'll probably never know about because the police were good at hiding it. Yeah. But this is like with Atlanta missing. It's I don't know if you ever watch it on HBO, but that's about all the black boys that were killed over a span of four years from 19 like 78 or 76 to like 1984 and each year they found like a lot of young black boys bodies Mm -hmm. in Atlanta just in a field and they would do searches so often that they would always find at least one or two bodies that's crazy and these were boys from the ages of nine to like 20 years old that's crazy so it's just that it's always been a series of it going on and it's just like it can't be stopped how can it be stopped by exposing it one by one really people understanding what's happening and not just Doing things and I, and just to be doing like, it. I'm not mad that they don't pay police officers enough. I feel like they should be paid more, mm-hmm. but they keep getting this shit wrong. Yeah. And until you get it right, like you gonna keep that same salary. Bro. And you do have some bad, like you definitely have some bad apples, and they have to like police officer gonna have to start holding other police officers accountable for their actions right. you know what i'm saying stop letting people just do say anything like oh that's my partner i know he wouldn't do anything to harm anyone i'm like but he's harmed someone yeah like like y'all just sit here just letting this shit happen and, and it's not cool so like why didn't one of the police officers like shove the shit out of him or tell him yo like that's enough bro like come on man like that he in handcuffs Let why didn't one of them like like make him like get up like one of them just, they were all like standing away from him what do you say? It's it's one is holding him down. There's three of y'all, and y'all are just like staring. Out of control. 
this whole world is fucking out of control at this point. I just want y'all to be careful and be mindful of one another. Like we all are human beings on this fucking earth. We all have lives. We all have families. We have people that love us. And, you know, we always want to see our, our loved ones come home at the end of the day, not on Channel 6 News, you know, because of something unnecessary. Especially like during this time, it's it's enough people dying from a fucking virus that we can't see, and now we still doing doing this. Like, it it's crazy. So just be mindful of that. Do you have Anina's corner? Um, something I just keep I keep thinking about. Um, this was early on in quarantine, but I don't know if you remember the lady. I think they were from Michigan, the black lady, and her husband and her son both died. You remember her? Like, they were from Michigan, and the dad and her son passed away from coronavirus. They were black. Uh-uh. I don't know. Like, nothing. Like, I don't know anything about her or anything. But I've all through this whole through this time, I've just have kept her in my prayers because she lost her whole family. You know, she doesn't have any grandkids. Her son was 18, 17 or 18. And then her husband was like in his 50s. Like they weren't like old. Yeah. But I think that was their only child. So it's like family of three to like single. Yeah. And I guess my heart goes out to her and I just, I think about her just because it's like, I know it's many people like her who lost people. And, you know, I guess I just always think about that and just other people that I feel like I've read or heard about their situation. And again, it's just really unfortunate because this is unexpected death. And it's like, oh, our life could have been so different if this virus, like, didn't exist or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, just that. And I always just think about, hey, you know, I'm still alive, healthy. I'm not sick. And it's not going to hurt to not go out to bars and so forth and everything. Yes, you might have FOMO, fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. But... It's Those okay. things aren't going anywhere. Not at all. Now, businesses have closed down and stuff. But more but will pop up. There, but there's tons of businesses popping up and tons of things that will pop up. So I guess all in all, it's like this will pass. But I guess just in my little corner, it's like, you know, I'm still thinking of the people that lost people and stuff. So suddenly and even recently with people that have lost people. And it's just like. It's just a lot. Even if it wasn't the virus, like, people are still leaving this earth, and we don't have control over it. Yeah. So, that's it. Yeah. I feel like coronavirus is definitely wiping out generations of families. Yeah. And it's, it's scary. It is really scary, so... Y'all keep that in mind next time y'all want to go twerk a little something. 
Um, a moment with Lark. Y'all know, listen, respect human life. I feel like that would probably be my the best one I have. Like, just respect human life. We're all humans. We all have the right to live and walk this earth amongst once another one another without somebody taking that other person's life in general. Not just like the police or killing someone, but in general, like it was here in Houston, a husband and wife was found dead. I don't know if they were actually married, but a couple was found dead in their home with their toddler just in the house, just walking around the house crying. Yeah, so it was like a a murder-suicide type stuff. Like, it's just respect. Like, people don't have respect for human life, and it's fucking scary. Like, it's just so scary that people just do what the fuck they want to do because they're mad in the moment or angry, angry in the moment. Just take time to process what it is that you're truly going through. And if you really feel like you need to kill somebody, kill your motherfucking self. Right. Because it's, it's just not, like, why are you trying to hurt other people in the process? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you feel like you can't walk this earth or live the life that you want to live that goddamn bad, take your motherfucking self out. Don't take other people with yeah. you. Or don't take it out on other people. What was that? In Arizona, they had, like, a, a shooting at the mall in Arizona. Like, the shit is fucking ridiculous. Like, why is this man running around here shooting people? Innocent people. People that don't have anything yeah. to do with nothing. If you want to feel like you need to make your mark on the world, write you a fucking suicide letter, bitch, and kill your fucking self. Stop walking around here torturing other people, like taking people's loved ones from them. Like, the shit is fucked up. We do not value human life, and some shit has to change. It has to change. And anybody that can get a gun and a gun license, I would suggest that you do that because I don't really see anything getting any better anytime soon. These people are getting more whacked by the fucking moment. And that was another thing that pissed me off, even with this whole situation with this guy that was just killed by the police. It's like this man, whatever the situation was, he didn't have a gun on him. He might have been aggressive, but he didn't have a gun. He didn't kill anybody. He didn't hurt anybody. But there are plenty of white people that literally have went in Walmarts and shot people while they're fucking shopping and minding their own goddamn business that y'all just arrest and put in the back of a police car and they just in fucking jail. These people have murdered people, innocent people. Why does it take four cops for one guy, though? Somebody needs to go back to the police academy. Y'all need to figure this shit out because it don't make no sense. Shit don't make no sense it to me. It shouldn't take four cops on one person. For what? For a hot check or whatever it was? Like, he Who didn't murder with, anybody. Are we with Marvel characters here or something? I guess so. Is it, incredible, is it the Incredible Hulk? Like, Maybe. I don't know. But why does it take four police officers for one guy? Maybe they just feel like black people are just that goddamn powerful, but goddamn. The most I the most I should see is two. We're not superheroes. We don't have nine lives. We only have one. So let us live our one. Right. And that's it. So with that, this is episode ninety four of Single and Loop, and we are rounding the bin to episode one hundred. We're getting closer. Rolling, rolling, rolling.
Keep the rolling. rolling. All right, y'all. We out. Bye. Bye. Just because the episode is over doesn't mean you're out the loop. Make sure you send your listener letters to singleinthelope at gmail.com or DM us at singleinthelope.